Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and confidence coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence, own your self-worth, and to elevate all areas of your life. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DNMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best vision of yourself and live a life you truly love and deserve. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host Evie and it is so good to be here. Feels like it's been a while and when I mean a while it's probably only been a week since I've sat in front of my microphone but it feels so good to talk into the microphone and to share another podcast episode with you all today. It's probably one of my favorite things to do apart from of course my coaching calls with beautiful clients. Love them But yeah, I just love microphones and and podcasting, if you couldn't already tell. (laughs) So here goes another episode. I'm going to be talking all about how to stop people pleasing today. And, you know, this is a really big topic. It kind of can weave into so many areas of our lives and there's so many different puzzle pieces and facets to this. So by no means is this a complete guide. This is an overview and some wisdom that I wanted to share with you around this today, but I'm sure we're going to be talking about this topic in another episode and you know following along from this um, because it's big, it's huge, and it's something that I see in almost all humans, but especially in a lot of females, because, you know, it's so ingrained in us, and I'm going to get into that in a moment. But before I dive into too much more uh, content around this, I wanted to direct you to my free ebook called How to Stop People Pleasing. It's on my website. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. So all you have to do is if you're listening on Apple Podcasts is just to scroll down under the episode, under the notes, and it will literally be a clickable link that you can go pop your email in and I will email it to you directly. It is a wonderful resource. It's more like a, a workbook than an ebook, to be honest. And it's only a few pages long. It's not very big, but it's powerful. I created that resource uh, probably coming on two and a half, three years ago now. And earlier this year, I really wanted to offer a new free resource uh, for my community. But I realized that so many people are still loving this ebook and are still downloading it. It's gone out to hundreds and thousands of you. And so I think it's really valuable. I think it's really helpful and I want you to go make the most of it. Of course, it is all in the action though, right? Actually doing the work and filling out the questions that I pop in that ebook. So I would highly recommend going to download that, spending some time over this next week, maybe on the weekend when you have some quiet alone time to really consider where you people please, why you people please, with whom and how, and it's it's going to help you get really clear on those things. And then the last couple of pages of it is really practical steps and ideas of how you can start to dial down that, how you can start to reduce your people pleasing. So definitely go check that out if you haven't already. Highly, highly recommend. So I thought I'd better start with like what actually is people pleasing? 
And I'm sure that we can all relate to this topic in some way, but what do, what do I actually mean by people pleasing? I don't know if I have a beautiful definition of this, but I thought I would just chat through this with you because it can play out in so many different ways for different people. So people pleasing is essentially doing something for someone else or showing up in a certain way that is going to please other people. So essentially what we're doing when we people please is we're disempowering ourselves. We're not being true to ourselves. We're putting our needs last. We're putting everyone else before us. We're hiding parts of ourselves away in fear that we'll be rejected or not accepted, not loved, etc. So it literally can affect every single area of your life. I'm just trying to come up with a couple of examples off the top of my head of how you might do this. So for example, it could be that you are at a party and you know that certain people are going to be there and so you dress in a certain way to impress them. You act in a certain way to impress them or to fit in. Or maybe it's times where you hold your tongue and you don't share your true opinion or your your actual thoughts on a topic because you don't want to rock the boat. Or you think that maybe your opinion is not the, you know, the agreed upon opinion of the other people that you're around at the time. Maybe it's around saying yes when you really mean no. Maybe it's around saying yes to helping other people, giving your time, your love, your energy, your money, your resources away to other people to help them, to support them when you actually want to say no, when it doesn't actually feel really good to you or true to you. Maybe it's saying yes to going for coffee with that person and making small talk when you really it just really doesn't feel good to you. Maybe you're that person at work that's helping everyone, that's doing everyone else's jobs for them, that's you know supporting, helping out, lending a hand, and yet you're the one that's always staying at the office super late trying to get your own work done because you spent the whole day trying to figure out everyone else's problems and not your own. Maybe it's around doing things because you feel like you should or you feel like you shouldn't instead of what you actually mean, instead of what you actually believe and what you want to do. So those are just a couple of ways in which we people please. Like it's so, so common, right? We do it almost sometimes subconsciously, right? That we're not even fully aware of how much we people please. And so this is why actually using that workbook that I suggested at the start is super helpful so that you can become really clear on where, with whom, when you people please the most, like getting really honest with yourself here and then how you can start to pull away from that, how you can start to be true to yourself more and more, how you can say no when you actually mean no and say it with love and kindness. So definitely go back and and have a look at that and start to get really curious with yourself. Maybe for the next week you have an intention to really think about when and where you people please and what are your triggers like who are the people that you do it around the most or what are the situations or moments or uh, areas of your life where you feel like it's 
it's big. It, it's something that you really want to start to reduce. Get really clear on that. And let's spend a moment now talking about why we people please. The big topic. And this can be very different from for different people, right? But essentially, if we were to boil it right down, why do we people please? Essentially, what we're saying here is that there's a deep fear within us of other people judging us or other people rejecting us or not accepting us for who we truly are. Maybe there's some fear of failure, like, oh, if I'm me and then it's not good enough or I fail at something, then what does that mean? Maybe there's some fear about not being enough. Maybe there's a big worthiness piece in here for you. That feeling like if you were your most authentic self, if you shared your full self, if you dressed the way you dressed, if you spoke the way you wanted to speak and shared your ideas and opinions, if you lived a life that was true to yourself, maybe maybe you're scared that someone will reject that or not accept you for who you truly are. And therefore, if they don't accept you for who you truly are, then you're not going to be liked and loved and you're not going to fit in. And therefore, you're not going to belong. And these are some of the big, deep fears that we all have. It's, it's like a primal instinct within us to be liked, to be loved, to fit in and to belong. Because if you think about it, that's how we're just hardwired. If we didn't have that desire within us, the human race wouldn't survive back in the day. You know, we had to be a part of a community, a team, a group, a family, a tribe. We had to be part of a, a bigger thing so that we all looked after each other, so we all helped each other, so that we all survived. We're so hardwired for connection. We're so hardwired to be loved and to want to belong. I found this beautiful quote from Brene Brown. And if you haven't followed any of her work, I highly recommend going to check out her work. She's written multiple books, TED Talks, etc. She's wonderful. And she's done a lot of research on true belonging, on vulnerability, on authenticity. And so I think uh, that you might find her really fascinating and interesting and helpful as you start to reduce your people-pleasing tendencies. So I just wanted to share this quote with you about true belonging because I just love her definition of it and I think it's really important when we're talking about being true to ourselves here instead of people pleasing. Here goes. True belonging is the spiritual practice of believing in and belonging to yourself so deeply that you can share your most authentic self with the world and find sacredness in both being a part of something and standing alone in the wilderness. True belonging doesn't require you to change who you are. It requires you to be who you are. Brene Brown. Isn't that beautiful? I have goosebumps sharing that quote. Oh my goodness, so good. But essentially what we're saying here is that we have this belief, and this is what our mind plays tricks on us, right? As we say, okay, well, it's too vulnerable and scary to be my most authentic self. Like, what if people don't accept me and love me for who I am? Okay, but I also have to fit in and belong because if I don't, then, oh my goodness, it's the end of the world. So it's easier for me to 
fit in, to change who I am, to not do the scary vulnerable thing and share your most authentic self is actually to mold yourself to fit into everyone else so that you can feel like you're loved and you belong. It's a really strange, it's a funny concept, right? Like this, this idea that it's scarier for me to be my authentic self, to share my full self and to be vulnerable in that way. And it's easier for me to instead change who I am to fit in, to change who I am to try and belong. But this is what our mind does, right? But in actual fact, it's it's the complete opposite of that. Because if we change who we are to fit in, then we never actually find that true belonging because we don't belong to ourselves because we've essentially rejected a part of who we are. We're like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't dress like that. Don't say that thing. Don't believe in that thing. Don't look that way, even though it's true for you. And then and then we're rejecting that part of ourselves. We're putting that part of ourselves down. And so that we'll never truly belong to ourselves. And we get this false sense of belonging or connection or community uh, through other people, right? When we're trying to fit in and, you know, do the, the normal thing or do whatever on else says you should do. But it's, yeah, it's this false sense of belonging. It's this false sense of connection. It's a little bit like uh, social media this, these days where you feel like you've got X amount of friends or, you know, you're essentially connected to all these people on the internet and through social media and stuff. But it's not the deep connection that you're really craving. It's like the surface level stuff. And so it's essentially the same with that, that example of belonging is that it, it, you think that you're going to trick yourself into having the sense of belonging by being someone you're not to fit in. But it's actually when we take off the mask, we peel back the layers, we decondition ourselves out of this way of people pleasing to fit in, to be liked, to be loved. And we peel all of that back. And then we actually empower ourselves through being who we truly are. It feels magical. It feels like coming home. It feels so warm, so reassuring, so right, so true. And then you get to create this beautiful, loving, deep sense of belonging and fulfillment within yourself because you've embraced your most authentic self and you're sharing that with the world. And even to take that a step further you'll then find that the connections that you make with other people are far more nurturing, nourishing and fulfilling because they're true connections, because the other person actually gets to see who you truly are. You give them permission to do the same and then you connect on that deeper level. It's this wonderful, wonderful flow on effect, right? So why do we people please? Essentially, it's this fear of not being enough, of wanting to be liked and loved, of a little bit of conditioning as well. You know, society conditions us to not do the things that make us happy, to not, you know, look after ourselves first, to be the good, the good mum, the good friend, the good parent, the good sibling, the good uh, co-worker, employee, whatever it is by looking after other people, by doing the right thing, quote unquote, by following the rules, by doing all of the shoulds and the shouldn'ts. But we're completely ignoring who we are. 
So it's this deep fear of to be liked, to be loved, to fit in, to find that true sense of belonging. Some of the societal conditioning as well, especially us as women, to be the nurturers, to be the givers, to do everything for everyone else before ourselves. But it's actually completely the flip of all of those things. So let's talk a little bit about how you can start to turn it around, how you can start to really honor yourself, to stay true to yourself and to live a life that's authentic to you. Firstly, awareness, like with almost everything in coaching, becoming aware of your patterns, your programming, where, when, with whom you people please is so, so vital because without that, we're just, we're just living silently like we're just living blind you know we don't we're not aware of it so then it's so much harder to turn that around so definitely go do the exercises in the workbook because that's going to help identify those things for you the second thing and of course this is a journey right this is probably something that I would support people through a four-month one-to-one coaching series on so this is just a little snapshot of some of the things that you can start to consider or start to implement in your life but please know it is an ongoing process of unlearning of deconditioning of really strengthening and empowering yourself of tuning into your intuition and using that as your guiding light instead of the mind saying all of the shoulds and the shouldn'ts. So please know I'm going to talk about this in a really simplified way uh, but you know we can really deep dive into this and so many different facets of it for you personally through one-to-one coaching if that feels really good for you. There's a link in my bio if you want to find out some more information on that too. So what I would start with is identifying so becoming really aware then I would suggest starting to adopt a practice where you can really connect back to your true self you could do this through so many different ways meditation for example is wonderful to quieten the mind and to connect back into your true self so that you can hear your intuition so that you can hear the whispers of your authentic self coming through you could do this through journaling A beautiful daily journaling practice would be wonderful for this. It could be other things like uh, mindfulness practices or generally quieting down the outside world or your mind so that you can really connect back inwards with your true self again so you can follow that. The other thing I would also suggest here is doing some work around your authentic self, like who you truly are. What makes you you? What do you love? What are your preferences? What are your hobbies and interests? What are your natural talents and gifts, your skills, your characteristics? What are all of the things that make you you? Because if we can slowly start to uncover that, to embrace those things more and more, to own them and to actually start to live them out more, you know, bring some of those authentic things back into your life again, then through strengthening that, it's going to be far easier to, to stay true to that when you have these moments where you're like, oh, I feel like I need to not do that thing because that's not the cool thing or that's not what other people do and therefore I'm not going to fit in. So really embracing your authentic self is wonderful. So doing some work around that, create an authenticity board, create something 
or, or use Pinterest, which is another wonderful resource, to find out all of the things that make you you and to really see them, to visualize them, to own them, to embrace them and to start implementing them into your daily life every single day. You can also also ask yourself one of my favorite questions, which I often share with clients is, how me can I be today? How could I be more me today? What would my most authentic self do right now? What would my most authentic self wear, eat, dress, etc.? Tap into that energy and start living from that more. Because remember, people-pleasing is disregarding all of that, is putting all of that to the side and saying, actually, it doesn't matter what I truly think or believe or like or what my preferences are. I'm going to do what someone else told me to or what I should do here. Or I'm going to follow everyone else's opinions and, and decisions and do a similar thing to them because I know that then I'll be able to fit in and I'll be liked by them then. You know, I'll be the same. So coming back to what what makes you you and really starting to embrace that is also another wonderful thing to do. I would also start to look at some of the deeper rooted fears within that. Like, why why do you really people please? Obviously, I, I alluded to those general themes and topics about why we tend to people please the most around, you know, fear of rejection, fear of not being loved and enough and, and not belonging but maybe you've got some past experiences that are unique to you, that are your experiences that have led you to do things a certain way or have led you to become more of a people pleaser, to try and fit in more. Maybe you've got some past experiences on that that have influenced you. This is something that I would work one-to-one on clients. So again, this is just an idea, a concept. If you have more questions of this, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram and send me a DM. I'd be more than happy to coach you through this, through the DMs. So thinking about what those fears are for you, what are the experiences that led you to become this way and how can we heal those things? How can we gain some perspective on them? What lessons can we learn from them? How could we soothe our younger self? How can we give some more love and acceptance towards her? That's kind of the the trickier stuff to do independently. But like I said, reach out if you need more support with this one. But if we can slowly start to heal, love, accept, move through some of those fears that have been holding us in this pattern of people-pleasing or this conditioning of people-pleasing, then it's going to be far easier to let it go, right? The actual how-to, like like how do you just be yourself, or how do you not people-please, is actually really the easy thing. The harder thing, and the thing that I work with my clients on, is actually undoing the things that hold us back. It's actually unlearning, deconditioning, healing, moving through all of the fears, the limiting beliefs, the past experiences, the the things that hold you back now in your current life. Because do you know what the most, the actual easiest thing ever is just to be your most authentic self? It's like coming home to yourself. It's like You don't need to ask anyone else anymore. You already know intuitively that's actually the easiest thing ever. But but when I say that out loud, I know there'll be some of you being like, but what? No, (laughs) like 
I can't just be me. Like, that's actually how hard. Like, how do I do that? Like, how do I not people please? And, and it's just this unlearning, this deconditioning that needs to happen in order to allow that authentic self to come out naturally, to allow your intuition to start to speak more, to start to listen to your intuition more, to use its guiding light, to use its wisdom, to make decisions from your intuition so that you start living a life that's true to you, so that you start living a life that's in alignment to you. And everything just slots into place. It's this wonderful thing, right? So it's actually easy to be yourself. It's actually easy to just be true to you. That the how-to is not the hard part. It's the unconditioning, unlearning that we need to do before to enable that to come out. Hope that makes sense. So... That's a little overview on people-pleasing. I know this is a massive topic and I feel like I've literally just skimmed the surface with this topic. So I think there should be some more episodes coming up around this, but I would highly recommend you know, doing this inner work if you're a people-pleaser because it's an absolute game-changer. It'll literally change your whole life in the most beautiful, best way possible But when you start to empower yourself, if you start to uncover your authentic magic and you start to unlearn, decondition the things that hold you back in these patternings, then, oh, so beautiful. It's so wonderful. It's so worth doing the inner work to do it. So remember, go download that free ebook now. The link is in the bio. Fill that out. Start thinking about this topic. Start thinking about some of the things that I've suggested here. And reach out to me on Instagram, even Roberta Kelly, in a DM if you want to talk to me about about this some more or you want some more specific support on this. More than happy to set up a time to have a chat with you and to send you some DMs on it. Would love, love, love that because I know it's changed my life. So there we go. People pleasing. Go have fun with us beauties. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will be back in your ears again next week for another episode. Wasn't that epic? For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world.